your exclusive home for prop sports. Oh, it's good! It's good! This is Rowan Radio. Connors with the game winner! 89.7 WGLS-FM, Glassboro. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your Wednesday host, Aaron Hook. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, coming to you live on RowanRadio.com channel 2. This is your midweek edition of Offsides. Aaron Hook, your usually Wednesday host here from 5 to probably a little bit before 6 o'clock. We've got uh, a Rowan basketball doubleheader coming up starting at 6, taking on Rutgers Camden. Um, right, Rutgers Camden, right, Jack? Yes, Rutgers okay, Camden. Okay, so yes, Rutgers Camden. Uh, they will be taking on the Starlet Raptors there. So uh, we'll be wrapping up probably five or ten minutes before the top of the next hour. But I am joined by Mr. Jack Miller yes. uh, to my right and a first-time offsides guest, if I'm correct, about saying that Mr. Justin Locke is here. He's been here a few times. I, he yeah. was here with I was here Danny. Friday, yeah. yeah he was oh, here okay, Danny, so, yeah. Not, so not a first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, first time with you, though. <laughs> right, right, yeah. He was a first-time member of uh, Third and Lawn yesterday. So, yes. Justin, uh, I thank you for popping out once again. Thank both of you guys for making it here on another kind of a gloomy day here in Glassboro. But yesterday was not a gloomy day at all no. for New York Yankees fans. Or should mm-hmm. I say, really, well, you know, the news broke late in the day. So yeah. it was a great night. For Yankees fans last night, although for a moment the initial report was that Aaron Judge uh, was going to be a San Francisco Giant. John yeah. Heyman tweeting that out on Twitter, um, and then by the way, you know if you hadn't been seen, he spelled his name wrong. He yeah. said Arson Judge. Arson yeah. Judge. So. Um, yeah, it's like there's the crime. Fu- there's Arson. a funny tweet that, or Instagram thing that I saw that was like an Aaron Judge signing, and then it's like the fire of like yeah. in the background with uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. And oh all my that. god, so that was really funny. Uh, yeah, people definitely uh, jumped on the um, on the memes pretty quickly there. Yeah. Now Heyman has obviously been ridiculed in the past, and so it's like you know. I, I believed it at first. I did. I mean, um, you have absolutely. to. That's the thing. Like, you know, I think when people saw that, there was some skepticism. But to me, when I saw the tweet that didn't say arson, like he retweeted it out and said, yeah, Judge. Yeah. After I saw that, I was like, oh, boy. And, like, he was like, the deal is not, you know, whatever. Like, I was waiting for Jeff Passan because that's, that's usually who I wait for. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of, like, to me, the woge of yeah. the uh, – yeah, the Pasa- baseball. Yeah, Passan is the woge of baseball, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he wasn't saying anything yet, so I was kind of, like, and 90% yeah. like, believing it. Um, mm-hmm. But he does end up a Yankee, nine years, $360 million for the new uh, American League home run champ. Justin, like, you look at the Yankees right now, mm-hmm. and they bring back to Anthony Rizzo, um, they bring back Aaron Judge, but... You know, they did also lose a pretty key piece of the rotation uh, in Jamison Tyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, the pitching last year for the Yankees, um, the rotation, especially in the first half of the year, did a great job. And so, you know, they've been in talks with, with Carlos Rodon, um, who's a lefty. And, you know, there is, uh, as we did to in our top five, there is a pretty big surplus of arms still out there on the market um, do you see the Yankees kind of going that route pitching-wise, or maybe do they try and bolster the lineup a little bit, fill some of those holes uh, from last year around now their core that they've brought back? You've got Judge, Rizzo, Stanton obviously still there uh, as well. I think uh, they should go for another arm because pitching was hit or miss last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they started off really well, I think first first in the, the AL and then kind of had a, a rough like, after the All-Star break. So. Carlos Rodon would be a good pickup. I think I don't know if Nathan Evaldi was picked up yet, but I mean he could be a piece. I mean I think they could take really any arm that could produce, and I think they can win more games than they did this year. Well, yeah. Thing, well, the thing with that is like mm. we have no idea who's interested in Rodon. Like there's no reports on it, but I feel like right. he's like the best arm that's available right now since Kenley Jansen just got picked up by the yeah. Red Sox. Yeah, but. Yeah. But I mean, who, we no one knows who's interested in them, mm-hmm. and there's no talks about like what like any predictions or anything. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could use an arm like Rodon, like the Yankees and other and other baseball teams. But we have no idea where 
where he's going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you looked at some of the other arms here. Uh, you've got Chris Bassett from New York. Um, had a pretty solid year last year for the Mets. 167 strikeouts um, over 181 innings. Uh, we talked about, Jack just mentioned, Henley Jansen. Uh, obviously, the longtime Dodger closure was with the Braves last year. Uh, is now going to be inserted into that Red Sox bullpen. So that's been an area where they've needed help uh, for a while now. And so they'll get uh, Kenley there on the back end. Nathan Navaldi is still a free agent. So, you know, the right-hander who um, had a 3.87 ERA last year is still out there. So, yeah, I mean, Rodon, I think, is by far the consensus top pitcher still left on the market. Like, do you, do you see... Maybe a, a sleeper team going out and getting him. Maybe making them like a front end, like a one or a two. Ooh. Or do you see maybe um, a team like the Yankees really kind of chasing after him? And again, he, he'd probably be the two in New York, the two or the three behind Derek Cole. But like even like a team like maybe the Dodgers if they want to you know reset or something like that, or one of the top teams. Jack, do you think that's maybe where he ends up, or maybe? I mean, Texas just gave out a heck of a deal to Jacob DeGrom. Do they yeah. go for him as well? Ooh, so. um, I have no idea where because like I'm trying to think of like who needs a pitcher. I feel like the Yankees are probably like the team that I feel like needs them. I yeah. think they need a guy yeah. that needs to be a, he, they need a two like a a starting pitcher too. So mm-hmm. that right now I think because you can't have uh court like you can't have Cortez or uh, um. Severino as right, your two. Yeah. I feel like Cortez could have a di- like he could go down a little bit. I mean, he's did phenomenal last year, right. but um, I don't. Th- I feel like you could put a- you could put him in a more comfortable spot if he's the three. Um, I want before anything any signings happened. I wanted the Phillies to have him because we needed a pitcher, but we got Taiwan Walker, yeah. and Trey Turner. So, um, I I mean I would say the Mariners because they struggled. Yeah, with pitching. I was I was gonna say Seattle, and that would be um, a crazy rotation. You'd have yeah Robbie Ray, Rodone, Luis Castillo, and Logan Gilbert all yeah. in that rotation. Exactly, that's filthy. And and trying to think of I mean, you're losing like players and like and like we me and Danny Ryan were talking about this. Um, the Dodgers are just losing players left and right. They need to make some sort of yeah. move, but I don't think they need to make a pitching move. But um, they need to get some yeah. an outfield. Trey Turner, obviously, John Tony Bellinger to Chicago. Justin Turner's probably leaving. Right. I mean, you just got back Kershaw, but that doesn't mm-hmm. fill the gaps in your in your lineup. You know? Right. So. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's kind of interesting to look at the Dodgers also, um, as you know, maybe a team that again you lose probably the best shortstop in baseball in Trey Turner, For, and so. For Rodone, actually, probably the Angels could use him the most. The Angels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, pitching has been their thing also that's been like – They need Again, something. outside of Otani last year. You know, He'd you be ha- a good two behind Otani. He would be. He definitely would be. Um, I wanted Ver- – We talked. I think we talked about this. I wanted Verlander mm-hmm. to go to the Angels. The Angels. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, he ends up um, – I know. Oh, we talked about it with Danny. That's what I said. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you looked at some of these other deals um, – just kind of uh, around the league. So the Cubs did Jamison Tyone. Four years, $68 million. That's a pretty good deal for him. Had a yeah. li- nice year with the Yankees last year. Again, thought he was better uh, in the first half. But then the Phillies go out and also bolster the rotation. Obviously, after the Mets uh, pick up Verlander, um, the Phillies want to be able to compete with the Mets rotation. Um, and also Atlanta's rotation. We'll get to that in a second. But they hand out a four-year, $72 million deal to the 30-year-old right-hander, Taiwan Walker, who, for the Mets last year, was an all-star. 12-5, 3.49, uh, 132 strikeouts, over 157 innings, um, you know, 15 home runs in, in 29 starts. So, had a nice year for the Mets. Where do you kind of see Walker Jack fitting into this Phillies rotation. I like the pickup of Walker. I thought we needed someone like Rodone, like a guy that can uh, be a good two slash three guy. Because um, the thing is with the Phillies is that they need to work around this rotation, kind of around Nola, because he gets fatigued. He doesn't have the stamina that a lot of other starting pitchers have, which is why we struggled in the playoffs because the fatigue got to Nola. Mm-hmm. Um, so Taiwan Walker is a good guy to have as your three or four. Um, behind him, and he pitched solid. I mean, he had, it was his best year last year, Taiwan Walker. So I like the pickup. That was a good sign. But 
I think honestly, right now, even though that um, the Mets have Verlander and Scherzer, I still think that the Braves have the best rotation out yeah. of all all of all of the NL East. Because you have guys like Max Fried, you have Soroka, you have Spencer Strider, you also have Kyle Wright, who's mm. one of those guys. Like Soroka and Kyle Wright were that one-two punch that no one saw. Like they were like an underrated pitching staff that mm-hmm. pitched really well. Um, so I think that, in my opinion, the Braves had the best starting lineup because they don't even the Mets don't even have Bassett yet. Right. And like who Bassett, else is going to pitch for them? Yeah. You know? Now they did sign Jose Quintana, um, who, True. you know, he was kind of. Um, Almost like in a spot like Rodon was a few years ago. If you remember, he was a free agent, went across town to um, – He went to the, the White Cubs. Sox, right? I thought he went from the White Sox to the Cubs. No, vice versa, vice versa. Cubs to the White Sox? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Quintana, you know, he's a nice lefty for the Mets. Again, he'll be towards the back end. But that does raise the question, Justin, with, you know, talking about Atlanta. Um, you know, the, the Phillies, they get Walker now. And you look at their rotation as a whole, like, where do you see it, you know, maybe in comparison to the Mets? Now, I think the thing with the Mets and the Braves, I would say their top of the rotation guys are better than the Phillies' top of the rotation guys. I would say that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Verlander, Scherzer. Oh, yeah. And they're, then, they're, like, if you think about one-two punch, then yeah. Strider and, and Freed. Yeah, I would say. Over that, Wheeler and Noah, I would say. I would say, yeah, the but, Phillies have the worst. But, I mean, they're still good. Yeah, they're, I mean, you look at it, again, as a complete rotation, the Phillies may be a little bit deeper. How like Where do you think they kind of stack up? If you had to maybe not even write the three, but do you think the Phillies' um, rotation is going to hold up the best? or? I think full rotation-wise, I think Philly would be the second out of the three. Mm. I I do think Mets are top heavy with Scherzer and Verlander. Right. I think they do have Edwin Diaz, I believe, as their closer still. I I just think I think they're I mean, without the one two punch, I think they they've definitely had shaky I mean, we thought probably the Mets were gonna do well in the playoffs this year and they didn't. So yeah. I I do think the Braves probably have the best all around deep rotation and then Philly and then I would say New York Mets. Mm. Yeah, so that I, I think I would probably agree with you. I yeah. think obviously the the top two uh, of Verlander and Scherzer is probably the best. And, you know, Scherzer, this is actually a pretty big year for him because, you know, the it's reason... contract year, right? Right. And, yeah, well, and part of the reason, Justin, you talked about it, the Mets did not fare well against the Padres. Matt Scherzer, game one at home, he stunk. I mean, he was not good. So exactly. it's a bounce-back type year for him. Obviously, he'll, he'll most likely be great in the regular season, but it's going to, you know, come down to what he does in October. Um, may the Mets make it there again. So... You know, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I think the NIV definitely is going to be interesting with those three uh, rotations right there. I'm just surprised that the Braves haven't made a move yet. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's they get a sneaky move there, here and there. Yeah. Like, they haven't made any move I yet. feel like the Braves are, like, the kings of, like, the, the midseason, like, weird yeah, they, Remember when they got, like, Solaire and, like... Yeah, because they, they get a lot of trade deadline stuff. Yeah. But they but they usually have, like, one off-season pickup that's, like, huge. Like, last year was Olsen. Like, right, yeah. So. Well, right, yeah. They do get Matt Olsen last year. Um, I mean, you know, you look at them right now. They've got the young guys stepping up as well. And Michael Harris um, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, Vaughn Grissom as well. So, like, those guys were playing, you know, big, they were seeing at-bats in the playoffs, those guys. Yeah. I mean, and they so, didn't do well in the playoffs. Right, yeah. no, no. But, you know, you figure, you're right, Jack. You figure, you know, with these young guys stepping into their roles in the core that they have, they might look at, you know, offensively and be like, okay, we're maybe a bat and a bullpen arm away from, like, being the top dog in the NL East. I don't think that's kind of crazy to say, right? It's not crazy to no. say. I mean, right now, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just not crazy to say. I mean, that's... That's pretty much all I gotta say. So. Yeah, one on one and sixty one. Like, you know, here. Well, well, okay. Let's see. So they obviously lose Tenley Jansen. Yeah, that that end. hurts for the Braves. Right yeah. now and they so, gotta fill that hole, which which kind of stinks for them. Yeah. So I mean, you looked at some of the relievers uh, who are still available. Um, let's see. I mean, these are all starters. I'm looking at all the top guys here. Yeah. I mean, Tyone's John. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you know Seth Lugo from the Mets. If you wanted to bring in from uh, interdivision, but besides that, yeah, yeah, there's nothing really. Rafael Montero from the Astros had a mid year. He was a he was a Met at one point. Mm-hmm. 
So another guy from the NL East. And then Taylor Rogers, former twin, uh, lefty closer there for Milwaukee. So, yeah, there's really not a lot for the Braves, I guess, to go out and – Yeah, I mean, there's really out of, you know, I mean, you could re-sign Smith. Right. Smith, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I don't think you want to re-sign Smith after you gave him away to Houston, so. So looking at some other deals, uh, Wilson Contreras to the Cardinals is a big one. Five years, $87.5 million. Yeah, that's kind of a backstab to the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you we know about that rivalry, and he's stepping into a spot now where, guys, he is the, like, Yadier Molina, like, right heir now. to the throne, kind of, yeah. right? So it's, like, yeah. a lot of pressure there, right? And, like, you look at the Cardinals, Justin, obviously, you know, they get bounced in the wild card round by the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are an older team, but you know Contreras is going to plug right into the middle of that lineup next to a guy like Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. I mean, like the middle of that order is pretty dang scary now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for sure. I mean, I think, um, of course, obviously Molina's done. I think Wainwright came back yeah, for 2023. Uh-huh. I, I I do think. I mean, going into that, of course, the Phillies had a, a Cinderella run this year. I mean, we going into that St. Louis series, I. I mean, I'm a Philly fan. I mean, I was really concerned. And, I mean, even going into that, the the closeout game, I mean, there was two men on. I mean, I, I didn't know what was – Camelina got a hit. I was like, oh, this is going to be a big uh, – I mean, I, the St. Louis team is still solid. I mean, with Wilson Contreras, this is going to be big. I think, obviously, Goldschmidt just won MVP. I mean, Arenado has been solid entire career. It's going to be a good good three-man I mean, they have more than three men, but I'm just saying they have good good punches, really. Right. Yeah, and then for the Cardinals, they have apparently uh, – I saw this on, I think, uh, Talking Baseball today um, – that they're actually – the Cardinals are super interested in Dansby Swanson. Yeah, and that's that. another hole that the Braves are going to lose. I mean, right. So, I mean, I don't know if the Braves are declining, even though they're trying to – they were trying to repeat last year mm-hmm. with getting that Olsen signing, but um, – I mean that whole that whole outfield and pitching. I mean, especially with their deep bullpen that they have, especially that they right. didn't really take advantage of last year yeah. in the playoffs. Um, it's a scary team for the Cardinals, especially since you add Contreras right. behind the dish. So. Yeah, I mean Ryan Helsey gets hurt and then kind of like you know all hell broke loose yeah. against the Phillies. Yeah, exactly. It's it's funny like you say that, Justin. Like you know, as a Phillies fan, like Dame One was kind of like you're like, oh man, like <laughs> yeah. this yeah. doesn't look too good. Obviously, yep. they score six in the ninth and you know, everything that happened after that. But it is funny. Like, everyone I've talked to, they were like, yeah, like, I was sitting there in the ninth inning, and I was like, we're done. Like, <laughs> every <laughs> Phillies fan was like, this is not good. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, obviously they staged the uh, the comeback there. So, the Cardinals another interesting team. And like you said, Jack, it's pretty – it's going to be pretty weird to see him playing against the Cubs now 19 times a year, right? Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, he – like, I went to a Cubs game, right, and it was it, – it was a crazy experience to be at Wrigley, but it was so weird because Contreras, when he just got onto the into the field and into the outfield to warm up the starting pitcher, he got a standing ovation from everyone that was there. I don't know if that's going to happen when he comes back to St. Louis because I mean he was a longtime Cub, but you sign with your other mm. rival, one of your biggest rivals in the game. It's like yeah. a, it's like if a it's like if Aaron Nola goes to the Mets. Right. Well. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm trying to like I just get a gauge on how ruthless do we think the Chicago crowd is in comparison to like now so, obviously yeah well like <laughs> I was you know like, obviously like the Ben Simmons thing is not really comparable because he well, was yeah he was a complete like drama queen and all that but like you know I mean like, Harper did it because right he signed right. from the Nationals to the Phillies that's true and then he got called the snake that is true. So. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously Philly is ruthless, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the seed would be like at Ridley, but it's I going to happen. It's so happen. we're going to see we'll it. We'll see it a few times. So. Yeah. All right. We'll see it this upcoming season. We're going to uh, take a quick step off here uh, on offsides. When we return, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the uh, Aaron Judge deal, talk about some Japanese imports potentially coming over this year uh, and playing in the big leads, and then uh, we're going to talk about the first ever It'll be draft lottery that happened um, yesterday and kind of what that means for the future of baseball. But for now, we've got to check the WGLS campus calendar. Rowan University's Department of Public Safety would like to remind everyone in the Rowan community about the importance of pedestrian safety, especially while crossing Route 322. Motorists who fail to stop for pedestrians face serious fines. 
So please follow state law and stop for those pedestrians. For questions about public safety, call 856-256-4922. This Tampa's calendar is brought to you by Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, your source for Tampa's news and information. More offsides here on this Wednesday, December the 7th, 2022, when we return. What's your pop flavor? Tune into Pop Flavor every Monday through Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. Home of the hottest pop hits on the market. From Selena Gomez to Justin Timberlake, Drake, and more. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and wish and wish. You know what's good? Stop by for a taste of Pop Flavor. Pop Flavor. Yo, Pop Rocks on Pop Flavor. Monday through Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. On Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM coming to you live here on RowanRadio.com channel 2 along with Jack Miller to my right and Justin Lott to my left. I'm Aaron Hook here on your midweek edition of Offsides Wednesday, December the 7th. Uh, we've got finals coming up here, guys, uh, pretty soon. I'm sorry to remind you about it. Um, so sorry. You know, I, I I've got one final that like I'm really stressing about. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. The rest are kind of like, okay, you know, I'll 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 glaze through the uh, <laughs> the study guide. But one of them, I'm like, my wait, this is not this is not gonna be good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, for me, I have a project due on Monday. I also have three other things due this Monday, and then eight things due on the nineteenth. So eight, eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I could. I can show you if you want, but I don't nah, think I don't see know. I don't think I want to see such a sight, <laughs> okay, so. man. That's scary. Justin, yeah. what about you? How busy are you going to be um, the next week? Yeah, everything's so? due. I mean, 19th is the last day, I believe, but the 12th I have like six things due, <laughs> yeah. a couple projects to turn in, papers, oh, everything else. Really, It's bad. <laughs> it's brutal. If you are not a college student listening, uh, please just, you know, Cut us some slack if we sound yeah. slightly more monotone and run down yeah. this time of year than we did uh, when we came back in nice 80-degree September yeah, uh, exactly. here on campus. So, yeah, as the uh, semester winds down, um, nice to uh, be able to congregate here on a Wednesday, talk some baseball. We're going to get a little bit deeper uh, into the Aaron Judge deal because, you know, I feel like obviously – uh, it's been the marquee move so far in the offseason. Everyone was, was waiting for it. I actually saw something after Heyman reported that he was going to San Fran, and then the report came out that it wasn't happening yet. Everyone was kind of like at a standstill. And I saw it sweet that like, every, like the, the lobby was just chaos. So like it's pretty crazy like what a deal like that and what it means for the market and what it means for baseball to like do. Like they basically shut down the entire rest of the market, Justin, which is like just insane. But you know, you look at the contract they dish out. So Judge is thirty right now. He'll be thirty nine, obviously, um, at the end of the deal. He'll be going to his into his age forty off season. Um and so like, in your opinion, um I, I believe the Yankees are gonna do it, but uh one should he be named Captain. I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious, but mm-hmm. if they do that, you know, like the thing is when you give someone that badge, especially with the Yankees, it's just like the legacy that goes into it. You know, we don't really know how good he'll be at the end of the deal. And obviously teams give out these type of deals knowing that the last few years might be a little rough. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess, you know, what do you think kind of the timetable for judges? Do you think this – it stands the Yankees' window to win a championship a couple more years, or you know, do you think as he's into his thirties already, they've only you know got so much time? 
It's I, kind of a loaded question. Yeah, but. I think the championship window, I mean, every I feel like every year we're like, oh, the Yankees are a top team. They're going to be a contender. And, I mean, they haven't been – I mean, to my knowledge, I don't think they've been in the World Series in no. over 10 years. No, which 2009. I yep. mean, obviously, the Astros have been, of course, dominating in, in the American League. But I just think – I think he's still going to be a, a, a top – five player in baseball probably for five six more years mm-hmm. i mean obviously we see more more uh big hitters going playing even to like i think nelson cruz is almost 40 and maybe he's already 40 i don't he, know he, he is uh, 40. He, yeah, he's, he's, what, 40 he's like much. 42 right? yeah, he's, he's at least 40 and, uh, yeah and he was <laughs> he was at the winter meetings too he's in san diego looking for a new team so it's like yeah, yeah. that guy's just never gonna retire but no he's yeah. not <laughs> so, so i think judge can do a similar thing i think he could just play I mean, obviously the contract's told he's almost almost 40 or he turns 40. So I think the Yankees, if they don't win by 2026 20, or 27, I mm-hmm. think the window's closed. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, there were talks about if they did lose Judge, Jack, um, you know, I mean, it really was not looking good. And it's kind of crazy to say that about one guy. Um, you lose one guy and all of a sudden your situation goes from like, okay, you know, we're close. But we're not as good as Houston. Yeah. Um, you know. And so like that's really the one hump the Yankees need to get over. But it's crazy. If you lost Judge, you would go down at least like a few tiers. You'd be in yeah. that spot where you're like, Okay, we're just really hoping this team can somehow pull together a, a you know, a, a playoff run here, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's kind of crazy. And so like, you know, for the Yankees they bring him back now. Do you think there is a shot that they can get over that hump? Um, you know, again, this is a critical offseason. They need pitching, and they got to surround him with more talent. Um, but do you, can you see a world where Judge is good enough to kind of propel this current Yankees team, although he hasn't been able to do it yet? Well, I think that uh, – I don't think it's going to be in, in, in like, this year. I think it will be in the next coming years that they can get over that hump. So, which is why they have him for nine years yeah. and whatever. So, um, you've got that crop of young talent. Yeah, and the thing is, up. going back to what you're saying about the tears thing, like if you're if you lost Judge, I feel like the Yankees would be in a rebuild stage oh, because yeah. like like how do you make a good team without Judge if you're the right. Yankees? Because that's how you propelled yeah. the entire season was off of Judge's momentum. Right. So, uh, there was. Signing like there's rumors of him signing to the Giants and uh, actually the Padres outbid the uh, yeah they offered what four hundred million it was like four hundred million for like ten years and uh he said no no but that's twice now Trey Turner and Aaron Judge yeah. both turned down uh, deals quote unquote outbidding from the the Padres I mean but technically they're not outbidding here's why it's because the Padres have they're in California so they have a they have an income tax mm. and California takes 10% of that right so if they sign like a 400 million dollar deal yeah they're losing 40 mil then they lose 40 million yeah. but so technically they matched them but added a year if that makes right. sense mm-hmm. so that no one wants to go to the Padres because or any California team because of yeah. the income tax that you have like if you think about it like Otani's making twenty seven million, not thirty million yeah, each year, right? Because of that income taking tax. three, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that is pretty crazy. If I mean, that definitely um, is a factor. I mean, for sure. But it's just kind of wild to think about how that may have really played into Judge's decision and how much it would have. Now, you know, I don't know if he was like a guy from maybe not even New York. If he was a guy from Florida, where the income taxes are super, super low. Um, then maybe I'd be like, okay, that could be a pretty large reason why he wouldn't want to you know, go and lose 10% of his salary. Um, but he is like a Cali kid. He grew up in Linden, California, which is northern Cali, so it's not far from San Fran, I don't yeah. think. So, like, you know, he's from kind of the Bay Area. And so I think, you know, I, there was definitely, like, a pretty strong chance. Again, I believed it off, off rip. When I saw the Heyman tweet, I was like, oh, man. Hey, mm-hmm. Like, how do you mess that up? Of course you have to. No, yeah, we were talking about this before we came on, like, I mean, I'm strumming out the first ones to get on John Heyman for this, but it's like, and he, he's done this before. Yeah, um, he has. It's it, it like like how we're do talking you... about it in the group chat. You got to take his check away. Like, <laughs> like who said that? Aiden Butler? It, no, um, I, it was either Aiden or Nick. Yeah. So, Nick Carlson. So. Oh man, yeah. But, 
I, I mean, you have to. Like, how do you mess that up? Like, you can't just say bi- that. Like, it's the biggest news we were talking about it of the last couple of years, right? I mean, yeah. the, now DeGrom was pretty big, too. But Judge was like... Judge is a different caliber. Judge mm-hmm. was the number one, you know, deal mm-hmm. of the offseason. Everyone yeah. was... You know, the whole market, again... It's the biggest thing... Was circulating around the Judge deal, right? And so, yeah. like, we were discussing what the last, like super free agent there was. It was probably Bryce Harper. It was Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it was. I mean, I, you, you can't mess that up. Like, if you're... If you, like, the thing... Like, we were talking about it in the group chat still. Like, we... You have to... It's... You have to make sure that it's actually right before you tweet it. Because it's happened multiple times. Not with just John Heyman. Other journalists yeah. and stuff with no, signings I've and seen stuff. it, yep. So, like, you... Like, they want to be the first ones because they want all the credit for knowing or whatever. Yeah. But you have to make sure it's right. Like, confirm it. Before you tweet it, like, yeah, and then he he actually tweets after the Yankees signed him, and he was like, "Sorry, uh, guys." And he said, "JP Morosi first, right?" So like, yeah, uh, yeah like then he'll admit it, right? Yeah. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. He just wanted to kind of like take the credit for it, exactly. get it right first. Um, I don't really get it though. Like, what if like someone lied to him? I don't really get it. Like, I don't. Or did don't, he just he, really jump the gun? I, mean, he, I think like, he really jumped the gun. I. <laughs> What one of the, there's two things that I think it could have happened. One, he got false information from someone else yeah. or whatever, like from like Twitter or like he saw some fake news thing on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Or. But you're at the winter meetings, dude. You're talking to yeah. everybody. Yeah. That's true. yeah. <laughs> and, or he put it in his phone and hit send by accident. <laughs> like, because you could save it as a draft. <laughs> right, right, on right. That's true. Yeah. How funny would that be? Like, dude? he just put it oh there as like God. a draft just to like when it happens he can put it on like he can tweet it and he right? forgot to change the name but it, and it, yeah and he forgot and he had the name the arson but um arson. but wow. but then he also just hit send instead of save to draft that's so funny like i, I mean, actually want that to be the case i i, I hope it is like that i think that'd just be even more hilarious but like how do you like the thing still like even if you misclicked how does that happen just crazy um just crazy uh, I mean, again, like, it, it set Twitter on fire for, like, a minute. And then he was no like, pun intended. And then he was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't <laughs> mean to do that. Um, No, but, like, yeah, just, pan, just pandemonium. Dude. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Like, and our I'm group on, chat went, was like, what happened? I'm what just like, happened? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm, like, on Yankees Twitter, too. Like, I, yeah. I follow a lot of people covering the Yankees and, like, mm-hmm. all these Yankees accounts. Oh, my God. It was, like... Yeah, like you would have thought, I don't know, like a bomb. Hit yeah, exactly. I was literally gonna say that, like a bomb went off. Like, yeah. like they were like, "This is the worst day of my life." <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, like, "Oh, Sam man. started like, freaking out." He was like, "No way, no way, he can't be." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, Judge officially now a Yankee. Hopefully for the rest of his career. Seems like it'll be that way unless they down the road decide to trade him for uh, whatever reason. But for the immediate future uh, and a bit beyond, uh, he will be a New York Yankee. So, um, one of the last things I want to talk about here uh, in the baseball universe, uh, we have a couple of uh, international free agents um, coming over who you know have kind of put their names into this into this pool where like you know you're, you're eligible to come over. It's always like a process where you kind of have to figure stuff out and then enter, um, and so. We have Kudai Senga and Masataka Yoshida, both from Japan. I'm sorry if I if I butchered um, either of those names. I think I got them right, though. Yeah, I think you did. Um, and so these guys, uh, one is a left-handed hitter and one is a right-handed pitcher. So we'll talk about Senga first. Mariners have a lot of interest in him. We've seen them go out and side Japanese pitchers in the past. Um, Yusei Kikuchi. I think is the most recent example to go uh, to Seattle, but they're always usually looking for guys, um, you know, from the Pacific Rim, kind of over, you know, Japanese um, and Taiwan. And so they have interest. I've seen the Mets have interest in uh, Kodai Senga. I'll give you some of his uh, numbers here, guys. Okay. Um, so, again, he's a righty. He's 29 years old. Uh, by the time the season starts, he will be 30. And so here are uh, some of his numbers. Last year, he this goes is in the Japan League. Though, yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. So he goes eleven and sits one point nine four ERA ERA wow. in twenty two games. Now it doesn't say if 
those are games started, but they are because he's down 144 innings. Okay, yeah. Um, and over 144 innings struck down 156 batters. So wow. that's a taper nine of almost 10. That was last year. In 2021, was pretty dang good too. 10 and 4, 2.83 ERA. He's got a career ERA in the NPB um, of 2.59. So wow. he is a stud out there in Japan. Um, again, he's a high strikeout guy when you would get uh, his career. Uh, taper nine, it's at a solid 10.0. Um, so this is a guy who, at 30 years old, you know, could see guys like we've seen in the past get a you know three to four year deal worth a pretty good amount of money. Masahiro Tanaka got kind of a a similar deal to that when he came over to the Yankees um, all those years ago. Yeah, and so that could be a piece that a team looks at guys to really kind of go out and sign. Um, so like. I guess the conversation then kind of moves to, you know, with Otani doing the things that he is, I think there's kind of like expectations now for every Japanese player that comes over to be uh, great, right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, do you think, Justin, that that pressure is kind of like, you know, like, do you think it's a little bit unfair for that to be on, like, every guy who comes over? Um, not to be, you know, obviously Shohei Otani, but... Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, come over and make an, an immediate impact like he did. I think the pressure, I mean, of course it's a lot, but, I mean, we've seen a lot of success. So, I mean, you, you never want to underperform, and mm-hmm. I hope hopefully Senga or Ishida doesn't. I mean, I think, like you said, uh, Tanaka, I mean, is, Senga could go to the Yankees. They need an arm. I mean, that, yeah. could, that could be an easy little contract they need if they need a right. pitcher. So. Yeah, I haven't really seen, you know, too many discussions about like contract ranges for him. Uh, I actually have numbers have? on that. So yeah. he's he's predicted. To, uh, Senga is predicted to uh, land a five-year, seventy-five million dollar okay. contract. And the teams that are interested, um, or that at least put them out, have been put out there, uh, are the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, Padres, Mets, Giants, and Yankees and Mariners. Uh, but there, there's between a uh, half dozen to a dozen teams interested in Senga. So, um, but a lot of those teams, I mean, they need pitchers. I mean, uh, Blue Jays definitely need pitching. Mm. Red Sox need pitching. Red, so- Red Sox would be an interesting choice because I think the Red Sox are tanking in, in my eyes, um, <laughs> yeah. and they're not going to be doing too hot in the next five years. Who else do you say the Giants? Giant, so Giants, Yankees, Mariners. Could be their road down replacement, although he's a righty. Yeah. But, you know, still. Uh, yeah, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Padres, Mets as well. Um, but there's a, like a dozen teams. Yeah, I've heard about the him. Mets too. So, um, you know, obviously if they lose Bassett. Each New York team is involved in anything. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's usually true. Yeah. I mean, so are the Dodgers usually. I would, yeah, and yeah. the thing is, is with I, I'm not surprised Padres are involved because they've been trying to land a big contract with someone. I mean, yeah. they have the try with Turner, contract. try with Judge. Yeah. They're trying to get some star player. I mean, that would be tr- they would have to pay that Soto deal and Judge if they landed him. Like that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And the other thing is, is um, what was I gonna say? And Machado. Oh, yeah. The thing is, is that Correa and they're gonna have to pay Tatis. Yeah, and Correa, um, he has uh, he apparently that uh, L.A. is not interested in signing Correa. Yeah. Uh, it, for the Dodgers, that he's not interested because wow. they don't want to see how the fan base is going to react to that. Honestly, I say the Yankees go out and get Correa. Man. I mean, you you got to get a shortstop. You got to go out. You got to get Correa. fill a hole. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't I mind you guys getting Bogarts either. No. Because the thing I've heard Bogarts, Bogarts, and the Red Sox are are kind of like. I don't know. I think he's just going to go back there, honestly. But. The thing with Bogarts is Bogarts is such a talented hitter when it comes to any part of the bat. Like you can, he can, he can slap a single for you, but he can also hit a nuke in the clutch. But like was he? He wasn't the AL batting champion, was he? I think it was a no, rise, right? It was, but he was third. Yeah, it was a rise. Yeah. Three hundred seven last year. Yeah, but he has a three hundred batting average. He can get you a hit anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like he can get a double if you need a single. Uh, he can slap a home run too. Like he, he's. He's a guy that is a great all-around hitter. So yeah. any team that it needs a, like needs that shortstop hole filled, mm-hmm. uh, I like he's gonna fill it. He's one of those underrated guys in this free agency right yeah, now. Yeah, he he's been a great the been, entire team. Right, he's been a great hitter for the last yes. like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, really, he's been awesome. MVP candidate in some of those years. So yeah, the way for the Red Sox to keep in contention is you gotta resign Bogarts, but you also gotta. 
um, improve your pitching. The, pro- the pitching was awful for the Red Sox, especially that Blue Jays game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, well, that was yeah. that was brutal. That was something else. Yeah. Um, but you also got to make sure that you can keep Devers. Right. Devers is like all star level talent. I mean, he's just an all around beast at the third base mm-hmm. um, or uh, and with his bat as well. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to re-sign him next year, and that's the only way that the Red Sox can keep in contention. And they got to get an arm in there too, both in the pen and in the uh, in the starting rotation too. And, and you also got to re-sign Avaldi. Yeah, Avaldi <laughs> so is you, out they there. They got to re-sign their guys. But they pick they up Tenley Jansen so far, and that's pretty much all they've yeah, done. Yeah, so they got to get some starting rotation and um, another a few other bats in there. And now, so you look at the other guy coming over from Japan. This is 29-year-old uh, Masataka Yoshida. He is a five foot eight um, outfielder, yeah, left-handed hitter, and uh, he is pretty dang good too. Uh, I'll give you his numbers from last year. So in 417 at bats, so you figure he comes over here, he plays 100. If he stays healthy, 140, 145 games, probably somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even closer to 150 if he stays healthy again for most of the year. Um, and he's consistently in the lineup, of course. You know, he probably gets closer to, you know, 550 at-bats, something like that. So this is in 417 at-bats, keep that in mind. 21 home runs, 89 RBIs, uh, 82 walks, hit 336, 449 on base, highest OPS of his career at 1.007. For his career in the MPB, Career batting average three twenty seven, four twenty one on base, nine sixty OPS. Wow. So you know, he's he's kind of a short, you know, kind of guy, only five foot eight, but he's got power. Um yeah. from the left side of the plate. Obviously mm-hmm. he's hit twenty homers or more in five different seasons. Uh he's played how many games are in their seasons again? Oh, that's actually a great question. I don't even, I don't even know the answer to that. I mean twenty one ABs, I mean I mean twenty one home runs in let's say it's 162 i mean that's okay but like if it's in the well no again you know that's why i gave you that bats 417 oh okay you figure if he's an everyday starter and he stays healthy for the majority of the year he's probably getting 100 more at bats than that maybe even more so yeah you're probably right you bump his numbers up a little bit you maybe give him a few more homers you know a few more rbis you're looking at close to a 30 and 100 type season now obviously that's just projection Mm -hmm. um and then he's 29 years old. So, Jack, I don't know if you have numbers on any type of contract with him. or I do not, no. Okay. I, I just I had uh, Senga, but that's it. Here, I'm going to look it up now and see what type of uh... – Yeah, now none of those Correa news are flying. I just opened up Instagram. Uh-oh, what I use Instagram for all my baseball news. Yeah. And I just what saw happened? like two posts <laughs> in a row with uh, Correa not – or uh, the Dodgers not being interested in uh, Correa uh... because the whole 2017 uh, – Astro situation. So, Yoshi- so Yoshida was posted um, again to that, you know, kind of portal where he can now come over. Um, he has to post himself as, as you know available for major league teams to talk to uh, at eight a.m. today. So, okay, very very recently. Uh, and so, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Mariners. I think that's that's his home. I feel like because. You got Ichiro as your hitting coach, and and, and they're both uh, Japanese, so I think they would get along very well. And um, and he's also played out. He plays outfield like uh, Ichiro does, and he can uh, and Ichiro can help him out with the contact stuff um, while also keeping his power. So I think uh, um, the Mariners would be a huge mm-hmm. spot for him. Just the it Yankees, helps him improve his game. The Yankees are talking to him too. I guess. Uh, I mean, they're talking. The Yankees. He's are a left a, fielder, so that's yeah, what he played yeah. in Japan. So I guess he could probably play either left or yeah. right. But obviously, and they, Mariners just lost Mitch. Uh, Mitch yeah, Mitch Hannigan. So that was so funny when I was scrolling on Instagram, and I think this was before Judge had signed with the Yankees. It was like that in between period. Mm-hmm. I'm scrolling on Instagram. Similar to you, Jack, and like I refresh it and I see all sports news, mm-hmm. and he's, he's got the Giants thing at the bottom, yeah, and it's Mitch Hanniger. It's like <laughs> yeah. everyone in the comments is like, "This is not Judge." Yeah, like what the heck? Yeah, so um, just kind of funny. Yeah, uh, how that plays out. So I think that's funny because I think the Giants knew that they weren't going to get um, Aaron Judge, so they had to sign some other outfielder. So they went after Mitch Hanniger. Yeah, I mean Hanniger, solid player again. 
Um, 11 homers last year, only 57 games, though. But he's shown that when he's been healthy. He's a clutch guy. Yeah, good hitter, 30 home runs plus. And, yeah, when he's been healthy, which hasn't been all that often. Yeah, exactly. But Mitch Hanager, I mean, he can make a big impact for that Giants squad, so. Yeah, the Giants, I just it's kind of their constellation prize, right? So, yeah. Their constellation prize, I should yeah. say. Yeah. All right, so let's see here. Anything else we want to do baseball-wise? Oh, yeah, okay, okay, that's a fun one. Yeah. Um, So this was something that I just saw last night. Um, So I honestly, to be completely transparent with you guys, as I'm staring at Danny Ryan right now <laughs> from across the glass with me, um, to be completely transparent with you guys, I did not realize there was a draft lottery going on. Neither did I. Um, had I no idea. So this is the inaugural draft lottery, first one ever. And the Pittsburgh Pirates received uh, the top overall pit. Now, I believe it works the same way as the Yankees, where the top three teams own at the same odds. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you look at the Pirates, 62-100. and 100, They were tied with the Reds for the second-worst record in baseball last year. Or, no, I think 62, third-worst, because Oakland was worse. Yeah, Oakland was the worst. And, and the worst that, team was the, the Nationals. Nationals. Yes. Yep. So, the Nats, you know, I mean – for years, it's been you had the worst record, you get the number one overall pick. If you're the Nats, you're like, dude, what the heck? Like, yeah, really? Yep. And they got the second pick. So, <laughs> so kind of crazy that they just inserted this in. Obviously, taken from the um, the NBA's model of a lottery. Do you do you think this is good or bad, Jack? I like it. Um, I think it gives everyone kind of. Or like the it gives the worser teams a chance to get the number one pick instead of yeah. it automatically being like the number one pick. So, um, I think it's a huge, 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 huge plus for the Pirates. Usually, the first overall pick is changes baseball. I mean, Adley Rushman did that. Um, Machado was a number one overall, or no, he's number three, I think. Um, but Harper was number one overall. I mean, a lot of the guys that go number one, Correa was number one. Like they they all impact the game in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So, um. The, whoever they draft, I mean, I don't know any of the prospects going in the draft. I'm not going to lie to you. But um, these, uh, like, whoever they get, I mean, obviously is going to impact the game of baseball. And they got to be paired up with O'Neill Cruz, which I'm a huge, huge fan of. So um, mm-hmm. he's just a great bat and arm in the in the field. So I think it's going to be a good duo, uh, mm-hmm. whoever they get. Um, hopefully uh, they can change that Pirates team to get a yeah. big turnaround out of them. They've so. got Henry Davis, too, who they picked number one yeah. a couple of years ago mm-hmm. from Louisville. So I, li- I like to see the Pirates do well. I don't know why. Yeah. I, li- I like the Pirates because um, whenever McCutcheon was there, I mean, McCutcheon was a fun player to watch. Cutch, yeah. In the, in, former the Yankee, former Philly. Yeah, so exactly. Has a special place in our, both of our hearts. Exactly. And um, he was an MVP. Yes, he was. Uh, 2013? Yep, 13. Yeah. Remember, he was on the cover. Of uh, I think MLB 13. Yeah, it was. I had I that think. game. That was my first. Uh, no, it wasn't. Never mind. I, I was gonna say it was my first MLB game, but yeah. it wasn't. So, so Justin, for you, lottery good or bad? Now, let me just give you another a number. Oh man, another number here. <laughs> another couple numbers actually. There was a lot of movement. Um, mm-hmm. In the NBA, we usually see the order pretty set in stone. When he gets like the top six or top seven, yeah. there's like some movement, and obviously we've seen some surprises before. But, like, the Pirates at the top and the Nationals at the top both tied for the best odds of the three with the A's, who fell to sits, by the way. They wow. get the top two pits, so that's no surprise. But the Tigers had the third pit when they had the sits' best odds. The Rangers got the fourth pit when they had the seventh best odds. The Twins got the fifth pit with the Whoa. 13th best wow. odds. Then the A's fall to sits, who had the best odds. The Reds are at seven with the fourth best. Royals fall to eight with the fifth best. So... A lot of movement. Obviously, this could be just a little bit of a one-off. But like, if this happens every year, Justin, this like, do you think this to be something that like really kind of is good for the league? So, I think so because yeah, I, I mean, of course, past years it's just oh, worst team you get it, and mm-hmm. obviously Nationals were the worst team, but they got the second pick. So I mean, it didn't fall bad for them, right? But the Twins got a, a great pick out of that. I mean, they were thirteenth, and then now they're going to be fifth. So exactly, I, I think. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's same with the NBA. Like, you, you don't want to tank, and obviously, uh-huh. the Nationals after Soto went to San Diego was pretty much all right. We'll rebuild right. and do what we got to yeah. do. This does really kind of not take away tanking, but it gives teams less of an incentive to a 
yeah. you know, very high degree to stop Tate. Of course. I mean, I mean, if you're the Pirates, I mean, this is now, as you said, Henry Davis was picked 2021, I believe. I mean, it's it's good for them. Obviously, they have to get more pieces, get better, and obviously they haven't really been good since the McCutcheon days as we just talked about, really. So hopefully they do well with this pick. Yeah, very, very interesting to see. So, Justin, did you know that this was happening beforehand? I I heard, like, this, like, like probably Saturday or Sunday that it was going to be coming up, and I was like, oh, okay, because, like, obviously NBA did it only a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it's been pretty good for them. I mean, I remember, like, New York Knicks, they would always think they're getting the first pick, and then they weren't, and then <laughs> we would sit here and be like, oh, that. it's going to be. So, I mean, the Pirates and Nationals were two of the what, worst four teams. So, I mean, it makes sense, and mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Hopefully they they do something well. Right. I'm just surprised about the Rangers and the Twins. That's the yeah. huge things that I'm like, whoa. Yeah, the Rangers, they yeah, they fell. Wow. Well, they got up to four with the seventh best. Even the Tigers, sits best odds. The Tigers weren't a horrible team last year, and they're yeah. getting the number three pick. Um, but, yeah, the Twins by far are the biggest, yeah. like, what the heck, dude? They won the lottery. I guess if you if you really want to say you won the lottery, I mean, I yeah. get the Pirates at the first pit, but it's like, yeah, the Twins getting the fifth last year, seventy eight and eighty four. You're like, okay, you know, we've got this crop of talent, but like we could use like a, a top guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now they're gonna have a chance to go out and draft him. So yeah, although they might lose Carlos Correa, so yeah, yeah. we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Correa news, uh, I guess as of right now, is just like you said, Jack, that Dodgers. the Dodgers are out on him, right? Yeah, because he was a huge spot. I mean, they need a shortstop because they got to fill the Trace Turner spot. Right. So, um, but they're not they're not interested in signing Correa because the whole uh, Astros situation. So yeah, wow, still lingering from 2017. I can't blame them though. To be yeah, I can't to be completely them. honest. All right, uh, gonna take one final quick little step off here on offsides. When we return, we'll. Head to our top five, which we will reveal after the break. First, got to check the WGLS community calendar. And the Samaritan Center is a program that helps Glassboro residents with economic difficulties by providing free food once per month. You can give back to your community by donating food, clothes, or by volunteering your time. Email glassborofoodbank at gmail.com or visit online at glassborofoodbank.org for more information. This community calendar is brought to you by Rowan Radio. 89.7 WGLS-FM, your source for community news and information. Going to wrap up the Wednesday edition of Offsides here when we return. Can't get enough of the oldies? Join me, Greg May, and me, Matty K, every Saturday from 8 p.m. till midnight as we explore the top songs on the Billboard Hot 100 charts of yesteryear. You'll hear everything from the Bee Gees to the King of Rock and Roll, Chairman of the Board, and more. Each week features a special theme hour that'll have you rocking and rolling all night long. It's Saturday night at the oldies, every Saturday at 8 p.m. Only on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS FM. But I know about courage i learned from my adoptive mom she said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this mom we are so high up hold my hand (laughs) no you hold my hand here we go (laughs) learn about adopting a teen from foster care you can't imagine the reward visit adoptuskids.org to find out more this message is brought to you by adopt us kids the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council Radio 89.7 WGLS FM coming to you live on RowanRadio.com channel 2. Justin Lott and Jack Miller are with me. Your host Aaron Hook here on this Wednesday edition of Offsides. 5.54 p.m. here in Glassboro getting into the final few minutes of the show here and that means it is time for our top five. And top five. with the show being basically all baseball related uh, up to this point, we're going to keep yeah. it that way. This is basically... Um, 
basically yeah. just uh, an episode of of tentening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not your host. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can catch tentening tomorrow. At yes, we will. Four. Yeah, four o'clock. Uh, most likely that it will be doing it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna actually be teaching Shomer baseball. Nice. So, well, nice. so we're gonna teach him the in depth of baseball and pretty much talk him through how what each of these guys are doing and whatnot and uh so he he came up with this idea to me the other day i think when on tuesday yesterday so um so we're gonna roll with it and we're gonna see nice. it and we're gonna teach him baseball all right so. I, I wish you and tara luck yeah <laughs> I, I think you're gonna need it yeah with, uh, with we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes so. yeah, shomer's more of a hoops guy so he is a uh, hoops guy, well yeah. we'll see if his transition here to uh, the to the diamond is a, is a smooth one yeah. but we are going to keep it baseball related here for our top five we're gonna be counting down our top five free agents remaining on the market obviously with uh some of the bid names being taken off uh the market either last night or today um our choices have you know been dwindled down here but still to give you our top five that are currently available uh jack let's start with you give me your top five so number uh yeah, number five, I'll say I'll go with Chris Bassett. Uh, he's just been a stud for the Yankees last year. I think that he's going to make an impact to wherever he goes. Uh, I got Nimmo at four. Uh, he's just a great defensive center fielder and can slap you some hits. So he's up there for me. Um, I had Contreras at, at three, but he got signed. So I got to pick a a new three. Ooh. I'll, I'll, ooh, I don't know. I mean... Um, I guess Correa. Yeah, we'll put Correa there at three, and then I'll put um, Rodon at two. Mm-hmm. And my number one, you gotta put Xander Bogarts because just the way he can use his bat for any purpose, whether you need a base hit um, to get out of a no hitter or something, mm-hmm. or if you need a clutch home run out of him. I think he's the best free agent out right now. So you just gotta watch out for him after uh, Judge get got signed and. We'll see if he stays with the Red Sox or go to a different team where they need a shortstop. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers are in his ear. So, All right, there is uh, Jack Miller's top five free agents right there. Justin Locke, how about you? I got Dansby Swanson at five. I just no one. I feel like, of course, shortstop, great. I think he had 17 home runs this year. Um, four, I got Nathan Avaldi. I talked on him a little bit earlier. I think Boston should resign him, but mm-hmm. if not, somebody else should take him. I got Rodon at three. I got Correa at two, and of course, again, Xander Bogarts. I think, I think the Dodgers should go after Xander Bogarts. To be real, yeah, I think that's who they need to do. That's Dodgers. Who, that's who they need to go after. Yeah. So for my top five, pretty similar. At five, uh, I have Edwin Diaz. Um, at four, I have Correa. At three, um, I have Dansby Swanson. At two, I have Rodon, and then I also have Bogarts at number one. So yeah. we all agree that Bogarts Xander is Bogarts is the top guy. Out there right now, and I, I think it does make sense. I yeah, mean, it does defensively. Could he be a, a bit better at shortstop? Sure, I think you'd probably take Trey Turner in that department. But yeah. like, I mean, you know, Trey Turner has been fantastic at the plate for the Dodgers. Made no oh, doubt yeah. about it. But like, Bogarts is just a guy who can be one of the elite hitters in baseball. Yeah. One of the top three team. hitters in in the league on you know any given year. So yeah, yeah and he's just a great fielder all around as right. well as hitting. So it's great all around player. So we'll see where uh, some of these big fish land, some of these top dogs go um, over the next few days here. Hopefully when we return next week, we'll have a lot more uh, closure on where everybody has ended up. MLB for agency over the last couple of days has been pretty crazy, guys. So uh, glad that we got to catch it right at a, uh, a pretty high point yeah. and uh, run with it here on the Wednesday edition of Offsides. Thank you both for coming on. Justin Lott to my left. First time on the Wednesday edition of Offside, so this is the uh, midweek experience here. Uh, <laughs> usually not great weather. I mean, it hasn't really been over the past few weeks here in Glassboro for the most part, but Jack Miller, usual regular, back. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thank both of you guys for taking again an hour out of your Wednesdays here in the midst of final season. Uh, I will be back next Wednesday, as per usual, from 5 to 6 for Offside. You can catch Offsides Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Larry Dealman precedes me on Mondays, and Danny Ryan uh, proceeds me on Fridays. All right, that'll do it for Offsides here this afternoon. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. 
You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.